0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 25. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would see the big picture of this life, that we would not try to take things for ourselves immediately, but that we would have the long view and wait on you with patience. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 25. Now Abraham again took a wife, and her name was Keturah. And she bore to him Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. And Jokshan fathered Sheba and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan were Asheram, Latusham, and Leumam. And the sons of Midian were Ephah, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Elda. All these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. But to the sons of Abraham's concubines, Abraham gave gifts. And while he was still living, he sent them away eastward, away from his son Isaac, to the land of the east. Now these are the days of the years of the life of Abraham, one hundred and seventy-five years. And Abraham passed away and died in a good old age, old and full of years, and he was gathered to his people. And Isaac and Ishmael his sons buried him in the cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar the Hittite that was east of Mamre, the field that Abraham had bought from the Hittites. There Abraham was buried, and Sarah his wife. And it happened that after the death of Abraham, God blessed Isaac his son, and Isaac settled at beer lahai Roy, now, these are the generations of Ishmael, the son of Abraham, that Hagar the Egyptian, the female slave of Sarah, bore to Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names, according to their family records. The firstborn of Ishmael was Nebaioth, then Kedar, Adbeel, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masah, Hadad, Tima, Jetur, Naphish, and Kedemah. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names by their villages and by their encampments, twelve leaders according to their tribes. Now these are the years of Ishmael, one hundred thirty-seven years, and he passed away and died, and was gathered to his people. They settled from Havilah to Shur, which was opposite Egypt, going toward Assyria. He settled opposite all his brothers. Now these are the generations of Isaac the son of Abraham. Abraham fathered Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel the Aramean of Paddan Aram, the sister of Laban the Aramean, as his wife. And Isaac prayed to Yahweh on behalf of his wife, for she was barren. And Yahweh responded to his prayer, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And the children in her womb jostled each other, and she said, If it is going to be like this, why be pregnant? And she went to inquire of Yahweh. And Yahweh said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from birth shall be divided, and one people shall be stronger than the other, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to give birth were completed, then, behold, twins were in her womb. And the first came out red. All his body was like a hairy coat, so they called his name Esau. And afterward his brother came out, and his hand grasped the heel of Esau, so his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was sixty years old at their birth. And the boys grew up, and Esau was a skilled hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a peaceful man living in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he could eat of his game. But Rebekah loved Jacob, Once Jacob cooked a thick stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was exhausted. And Esau said to Jacob, Give me some of that red stuff to gulp down, for I am exhausted. Therefore his name was called Edom. Then Jacob said, Sell me your birthright first. And Esau said, Look, I am going to die. Now, what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me first. And he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and thick lentil stew, and he ate and drank. Then he got up and went away. So Esau despised his birthright. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. This chapter starts out with some closing information about Abraham's life. He had another wife or concubine and several more children, and he sends these children away from him, like Ishmael, so that Isaac can inherit the bulk of his wealth. Abraham dies at 175, so 100 years after entering the promised land. And Isaac and Ishmael bury him in the cave that he bought to bury Sarah. Then we have another of Moses' sections in the book. Verse 12. Now these are the generations of Ishmael. As we have seen before, Moses follows the non-promised line first, and then goes back to the promise line. So, we cover Ishmael's line a bit here. And Moses said, He settled opposite all his brothers, which is what the angel prophesied to Hagar before Ishmael was born. Then we start another of Moses' sections in verse 19. Now these are the generations of Isaac. So, Isaac is 40 when he gets married. We don't know how old Rebekah is, but she cannot seem to have children. So Isaac prays to God about it. This is similar to Sarah not being able to have a child, although age doesn't seem to play a part here. But God is repeating this pattern so that they understand that the child or children come from God. So God gives Rebekah what Isaac asks, and she is pregnant. But it is a hard pregnancy. The way it is written, it sounds like the twins are fighting inside of Rebekah. So she asks God about it, and he tells her that the two boys are two nations, and they are going to struggle with each other. But the younger will win, and the older will serve the younger. So out come the children, and the first is red, and they call him Esau. Later on, his descendants become the nation of Edom, which means red. The second is grabbing his brother's heel, so he is named Jacob, which is connected with the word heel. So he is sort of a heel grabber. And these names are illustrated in the final story of the chapter. Esau likes to hunt, and Jacob likes to stay around home. And Isaac loved Esau because he liked to eat the animals Esau hunted, while Rebekah loved Jacob more. So one day, Jacob has cooked up some lentil stew, and Esau was out hunting and came back very hungry. So Esau wants some of Jacob's stew, but Jacob says Esau must give him his birthright. The older brother got the birthright, which was to carry on the family name and get a double inheritance. So later on, it was more clear, when they would divide the family property into one more piece than the number of sons, and the oldest would get two pieces and carry on the family name, while the younger brothers would each get one piece. It isn't spelled out here, but I think that is what Jacob is requiring in this deal. Esau says he is going to die if he doesn't eat right away, so he agrees. Moses says, so Esau despised his birthright. And now for a deeper dive. We see over and over God not picking the one you would think, in human terms, would be the son to pick. And we see the struggle between the one not picked and the one picked. We saw that first when Cain killed Abel. We saw it with Ishmael and Isaac, with Ishmael making fun of Isaac and being sent away. So here, God announces it even before they are born. Paul makes a point of this in Romans 9, that God chooses. Now, we see that neither of the boys was perfect. Esau despised his birthright, which was very valuable. He was looking just at the moment. He wanted a meal. So Esau didn't have the long view of things. Jacob wanted the greater things. He had a longer view, but he was willing to use bad means to get there. He was willing to take advantage of his brother when his brother was weak. So neither one of them comes off as great here. God is going to have to work on Jacob to get him where he needs to go. But at least he has the longer view and the desire for the better things. So what about us? Do we have the long view? Or are we just thinking about our next meal? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.